Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 50. I'm Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I'm here with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome back. Hi, Rob. How was your week off? It was great. I'm sure you loved being away from the hectic goings-on of the cybersecurity news world. But I'm always glad to be back. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, it's a good thing that you, you, you took your time off last week because... I don't know if you remember, I'm going to dial it back. We're recording this on a Monday, April 24th, I believe. That is correct. So we normally record on a on a Friday, but you were obviously out last week. But the previous Friday, before Easter weekend, Good Friday, that is Good Friday, right? I'm not religious. I don't. Is it, it Good Friday? It was It was an okay Friday. <laughs> was a, <laughs> I, that I, was a cheap joke, but yeah, it worked but on me. Hey, it I'll worked. take everyone I can get. I, th- I do believe it was Good Friday, okay. if I'm not mistaken. All right. Well, I don't know if you remember, but early Friday morning, there was a release from the Shadow Brokers. And this latest release that they put out had some what looked like serious, serious stuff. This, the, the hot take of the moment that morning was that this looked like the most damaging dump of cyber weapons that they allegedly stole from the equation group, the hacker group tied to the US National Security Agency, that this was the most damaging dump yet. They had some exploits in there, apparent zero days for the SWIFT uh, bank messaging system out there that, that's been under attack a lot lately. And you've, I believe you've written about that well, or edit it. I mean, or we, edit we it. have we have Mike. Mike's done Swift. a number. Yeah. Senior reporter Mike Heller has done a number of stories. But uh, the dump also included a list of Windows exploits. And now that's nothing new. But these in particular looked to be pretty serious, pretty bad. And at first, a number of researchers reacted with, "Oh, these are zero days. These are really bad." and we need to fix them. They dealt with um, server uh, uh, Windows SMB. And th- like I said, the hot take of the moment as this was unfolding Friday morning and even into Friday afternoon was, this is bad. This is gonna keep a lot of people up tonight and through Easter weekend. If you don't need your Windows systems over the weekend, turn them off. You, you know, Some people were saying it was that bad. And you left here Friday, I think, and I left here Friday too, before the, I, I guess the, the latest information came out uh, about this data dump from the Shadow Brokers, which was from Microsoft, stand down. These stop are, worrying. Stop worrying. These have already been patched, the majority of them. A couple of them affected older versions of Windows that are not supported. So Microsoft's like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything about that. That's, you know. It's your problem if you're still using XP, uh, which is, I, I'm totally fine with. They're right about that. So, so, so yeah. So I don't know if you remember, but but we were we were we're sitting down, you know, before we came down to the podcast studio on Friday, uh, Good Friday or Bad Friday, whichever you you know you want to, however you want to describe it. And you said, oh, we're 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 are we talking about the shadow brokers? And I said. Eh. Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait. Just, just. I know what people are saying right now. 
let's just, it may be too early to hit this. So I'd like to pat myself on the back for that, for waiting. You should pat yourself on the back for that. Thank you. You're totally correct on that. Absolutely. And the, th- the funny thing is, is that one of the comments that I spotted on Twitter over that weekend was that they gamed the news cycle by releasing this big thing on a Friday morning. They totally did. Everybody scrambled to cover it because it looked like Armageddon practically. They totally did. And the comment came over the weekend and said, and, 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 and the point was, you know, everybody's going to hear about the bad, the, the bad news of all these zero days that are going to devastate you and turn off your Windows computer. How many people are actually going to come back on Monday and read the corrections and the updates? Right. And how many people are even going to think about it beyond what they thought about it today, that day, that particular Friday? It's and so, as always with news, the news cycle, the corrections don't get nearly the the press that the nearly the space or the placement. So, well, I w- I will say that. Uh, again, senior reporter Mike Heller, we we did not only did an update to the initial story that we that we did on the Chatter Broker Stump on Friday, but also a follow up. Um, I don't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, but just the same thing, basically confirming that when Microsoft said that that this is these are these exploits are they're bad, but we've already issued patches, and if you patch your systems, then you're you're okay. So let's talk about that patch, that that big uh, Patch Tuesday activity. All right. So we'll, well, I'll start with Microsoft's. I'll start with Microsoft's statement about the the the, the shadow brokers dump. So this came out Friday afternoon. I, it doesn't have a timestamp on it, but it was it was later in the day. So it's titled "Protecting Customers and Evaluating Risk," and it has a list of all the you know, the, the, the Windows exploits in this latest dump, Eternal Blue, Eternal Synergy, Eternal Romance, Eternal Champion, all these, you know, weird names. And and so, and they said that, you know, three out of the, the exploits that were listed in the Windows, of the Windows ones in that dump were, uh, they don't work on supported systems, so they only work on outdated versions of Windows that are no longer supported. So those are, but obviously, you know, Mike wrote a story about this. Obviously, there are a lot of people out there still using XP. A lot of doctor's offices, a lot of uh, small home offices, whatever, using that. So uh, not good. Uh, but yeah, so so this is where it gets interesting. So, and I'm not sure, I, I don't want to make, too big a deal out of the timing, but I do feel like it's noteworthy here. So they, three of these exploits were patched just last month in the big March Patch Tuesday. And Peter, why was why was March such a big Patch Tuesday, Peter? Well, for some reason, Microsoft took off on February's Patch Tuesday and didn't do it. Now, has that ever happened? I, I think the consensus is that it's that has it, they've never skipped a patch Tuesday. Uh, they've had smaller patch Tuesdays. They've had I think they may have actually somebody was saying that they've de- they've had a delayed patch like like it didn't go out on Tuesday or it went Wednesday. I, I don't remember that. I I don't know, but 
the consensus is the word on the street from all parties that I've I've read and, and that I follow that that was sort of a first. And it was during you remember we were at RSA and we're thinking this yeah. isn't good. Oh yeah, this is this isn't this well, isn't good at all. Well, that that just shows how how predictable the Patch Tuesday drop is. That yeah. we had plans of how we were going to cover Patch Tuesday at RSA because we were all at RSA. So, um, yeah, that that was um, that was a shock. And and it, it's funny because people weren't like I don't remember people talking about that. I don't remember it being a topic of conversation so much as much as some of the other things that we talk about when we go to RSA, like, you know, the bigger, sure, you know, broader areas like IOT or botnets or whatever, whatever the, the big topic is. But people were not saying, oh, my God, did you hear about Microsoft skipping Patch Tuesday? That was sort of kind of like an oddity maybe, but not a... Not a huge thing it's, to worry about, wonder about. I guess it was, and and that that was a surprising uh, a development there. I mean, I know there's a lot going on in the show, and you can't keep up with everything. I think a couple people had discussed it, or uh, that I, I I talked about. Oh, yeah. But there wasn't a panic about it, which, uh, I mean, okay, so so don't panic about you know Patch Tuesday being delayed. But I I think at that time there was a there was a Windows SMB law that was being actively exploited by attackers and here they are they come out and they say oh we're not uh we're not doing patch day patch tuesday this month for uh, uh, because of a quote-unquote last minute issue but they didn't provide you know any further information about what that issue was or what what the problem was they just said we need more time to address it okay fine so then march rolls around they do a big patch tuesday and it includes three of these exploits that are in that shadow brokers dump but the shadow brokers dump hasn't been released yet it doesn't come until good friday so then the timing is a little odd because well how did they know to patch these things the month before i mean not, not that they they knew it obviously but did they know it i'm gonna throw something else at you peter so the shadow brokers on their twitter handle in January, tweeted out a screenshot of a list of exploit names that they had, and it included Eternal Romance, Eternal Synergy, and I think one other one that was eventually patched. So they, then these things get, so that comes out in January. Microsoft skips February, Patch Tuesday. March comes along, it's a big Patch Tuesday, and they, and they fix Eternal Romance, Synergy, and I think one other, and and then the Shadow Brokers release their dump with these tools. And maybe maybe we should, can I do, can I just read real quick? Please. The blog post. Absolutely. That they put out. Yeah. So they, they tweeted this out uh, when they released their dump. It's titled Lost in Translation. I, I love this. I love this. I love this little game that they play. I love the broken English. I love pretending like you know, reading this in like the Teddy KGB original, you know, sort of bastardized Russian <laughs> English hybrid, lost in translation. So it starts last week, the shadow brokers be trying to help peoples. This week, the shadow brokers be thinking blank peoples. Any uh, blank as, it, you know, I'm 
the F word is in there. Yes. Okay. Any other people is be having same problems. So this week is being about money. The shadow brokers showing you cards. The shadow brokers wanting you to be seen. Sometimes people not being target audience. Follow the links for new dumps. Windows, Swift, Ajab. Oh, you thought that was it? Some of you peoples is needing reading comprehension. <laughs> the, the theatrics. I don't know who the shadow brokers are, man. But they're, this is just choice. This is really like the mangling of the, like the intentional mangling of the English language. Mm-hmm. And, then to, and then to title it, Lost in Translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, uh, and the and the comment about reading comprehension. Reading after, comprehension. After the, that's, that's after the. That's okay. But they right. say all right. So Peter, I'm going to say so. Okay. This week is being about money. So they release these things, but they're not demanding any money, and they're not they're not bringing the auction back up, and they're not. So the Swift stuff was real. Why didn't they sell it? Like that's valuable stuff. There, you know. If it's real, and by all, by all accounts, I guess, except for the people at Swift and some other folks involved with the, the Swift system who say, no, 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 we weren't hacked. These don't, this doesn't work. This is wrong. Everyone seems to agree that the, those are legit exploits. Why didn't they sell them? That's a really good question. And if it's all about money, shadow brokers. But clearly, is it? Well, no, I mean, we like you've never thought that the auction, you know, like we want one million Bitcoin, one million Bitcoin. Like they they don't. That's not that's this is all ruse. Right. I mean, do you believe? Yeah, there was no there's no question about believing whether some somebody was going to put together, whether it's a thousand Bitcoin or even a hundred. Well, because they yeah, they were listing some things for a hundred or even maybe ten, was it? But. Hundred or a thousand for or ten thousand Bitcoin for the real good stuff. That's you know, who has? Well, I guess there are people that have ten thousand Bitcoin lying around in their Satoshi, Satoshi, <laughs> or um, uh, uh, the Facebook guys, the Facebook twins. Oh, the Winklevoss. The right Winklevoss is Winklevossi, Winklevossi. I yeah, I think it's Winklevoss. But yes, so those guys have a lot of Bitcoin sitting around. Sure, sure. You know, you've got other people that have, there's other people that probably are sitting on huge batches of Bitcoin. Yeah. But they're they're not, because it's not like eBay where you can check their, uh, sure. their, their histories. You can't check to see if they have a good reputation or not. E- either you're going to put up the money and then they'll run away with it, or, or maybe they'll just release it to the public anyway. But... Yeah, and but even like okay, so there's that, but but even looking at the this from the way they've gone about the quote unquote auction, when when the Yahoo attackers who are now under indictment, when they obtained or or someone obtained the data that was uh, elicited in that breach in the 2014 breach, I believe, how did they? They obviously wanted money for that, but what did they do? They didn't go out in public and say, "I want a hundred Bitcoin" or "I want a you know a million in Bitcoin" or whatever. They went. I mean, this is how this that breach was first detected. Someone saw them on, like someone was tracking 
hacker activity on like a, a dark web forum and said, this person says that they have X number of accounts for Yahoo users and it may be legit. So they weren't like calling attention to themselves. They wanted money, but they were kind of operating under, trying to operate under the radar to sell this stuff. This well, whole th theater yeah. about, I mean, theater, it's, you know, when they say they want it to be about money, it's clearly, we know that a lot of actors these days are willing to tell untruths to, to try to position themselves in a certain way. Sure. But I don't know, let, you know, like, let's strip away all the, all the, you know, the, the qualifications and, and all the attempt to be uh, uh, even-handed as journalists. But, I mean, personally, yeah. do I, what do I think about the shadow brokers? I think that's uh, either contractors or employees of a foreign government. I don't think it's I don't think it's some random hackers that are trying to do trying to make a statement somehow. Oh or, no, or, I don't or, either. I mean, they're but they're clearly they're clearly acting on, on the clearly acting for some state actor. Is my if you I, ask me, I my opinion to, yeah, is what I would say. I used to think that. Yeah. I used to think like oh, this is this is, you know, they're they're playing around with the broken English, but it's probably some other you know nation state affiliated group that got a hold of this and they're rubbing our noses in it and it's just it's theater but the thing that's really interesting to me okay so so they tweet this out in january then the names of these exploits and they know that the the government is is watching them and they know the nsa and the other parties involved, the equation group or ex-equation group hackers, they know the names of these exploits. So all it's, all it's going to take for them to say, oh, the shadow brokers, oh, they have a whole, they, they've, got, they've got eternal romance. Well, I know what eternal romance is. I'm going to call Microsoft right now and tell them to patch it. So you've already tipped your hand that there, there are exploits out there. There are vulnerabilities out there, zero-day vulnerabilities that can be used against Windows, but you didn't put them on sale. You waited until April to do it. You, what was what was stopping you? What what was stopping you from between January and April? What like if you were so intent on getting money, and you were you were intent on causing maximum damage, then you would have released it or tried to sell it. And there's no evidence that they did either. They definitely didn't release it, you know, prior to April. So it seems like. This group, whatever they're whatever they're trying to do, whatever whatever their ultimate motive is, it seems like they're avoiding doing mass damage, like creating a massive catastrophe. I I, I maybe that's giving them too much credit for the timing, but I just don't I don't understand how they could have those exploits and they knew what they did, and then they they release them after they get. Did they not know they were patched? Why did you wait three months? What I mean, three like three months almost to like 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 line up the dates of when that tweet went out and when the patches came and when they finally said we've got these here they are take a look at them. It's like they waited ninety days to to do it. So why? Well, I I know that they're they're making they're making the intelligence community look bad. Right. They're they're making. 
the U.S. government look bad. Correct. But they're not, they're not creating as much of a bleep storm as they could. They could be hurting a lot of people. They could be, they could be wreaking havoc. Well, but they didn't. Yeah, no, they didn't. But so, so listen, hear me out for a second. Sure. Here, here, here's my, my, my latest idea. I love it. So let's say you're shadow brokers and you've got, you've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. You've got all the, you know, so they released all the stuff on Juniper and Cisco last yeah. year, right? Yep. Yep. And, and as I recall, a lot of that stuff was old. Yeah. But it still worked. Still worked. But it was old. It was. And, yeah. and a lot of the stuff that came out this time around, in this round, old. I mean, a lot of, a lot of SMB version one. That's, that was deprecated, what, like 10 or 15 years yeah, ago? Yeah, I yeah. mean, and anybody that has SMB facing outward to the internet should stop that. Right. Right? But so, okay, all this stuff is old. Let's say I'm shadow brokers and I'm looking, looking to sell exploits and vulnerabilities. So how do I prove my, my, prima, my uh, you know, how do I show, how do I prove myself as being a, sor- a good source? Well, the okay, goods are authentic. I can, yeah, I can take all this old stale stuff that I don't use anymore because I've got newer stuff and most people are upgraded yeah. from XP, except for a few people. But so I can take this big, vast trove and I can break it up a few different ways and I can release it. And the next step is, hey, I've got, okay, you saw all my junk that I had from Windows XP and Windows 2000 and Windows uh, Vista or or Windows 98. Right. The next batch, let's say, if I'm the wily shadow brokers guy, is going to be, I'm going to open up by saying, okay, you all saw how good my stuff was on this old obsolete OSS that you don't run anymore. But now I'm coming to my Windows 10 stuff and my my iOS stuff and my whatever. Yeah. You name it of stuff that's current. So that's that's my thought. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It could if you if it does happen, you heard it here first, right? I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but 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 that raises another interesting point. Um, Jeremiah Grossman. Oh, yeah. Of please remind me. Sentinel 1. Sentinel 1. Uh, ransomware guy? Yes. Well, we spoke about ransomware at uh, RSA. Right. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, he he gave a great talk at RSA about yes. ransomware and, 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 and ransom in general and real world and in uh, cyber. Yeah. The cyber. The cyber. But, <laughs> but he tweeted, he said, you know what's interesting is this, is the stuff that didn't get released, the, the, scal- the, the, um, uh, the exploits and vulnerabilities that didn't get released yeah. that we didn't see anything of. And you may have the tweet in front of you. I do. So I do. So it's, he says, n- no social media, no no Facebook, no Google, no Gmail. And that made me think, oh, Yahoo. Obviously, Yahoo's <laughs> been pillaged recently. <laughs> I'm sure the NSA knew they were using, like, you know, MD5 or whatever. Looked at cookie vulnerabilities and all sorts Nothing for cloud, nothing for AWS, nothing for OS ten, no web frameworks, nothing. So it's it's Swift, it's Windows, it's some stuff for like networking vendors like 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 you said Cisco and um, Juniper, Juniper and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It, it, yeah, I it's a great point. It it's 
Maybe they don't have anything. Maybe they do and they're holding it back. Maybe they have vulnerabilities for social media and for Twitter and stuff like that. And they're worried that it may be used to find out who they are. Maybe, <laughs> but it, yeah. I think in all likelihood, it seems like with the exception of a few of the vulnerabilities here that got recently patched, it seems like whatever they got from the equation group that got left on an unsecured server somewhere, staging server and got picked up by, you know, an external threat group. It seems like this might've been not the B team of exploits of cyber weapons, but like, you know, you know, the A minus or the, 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 the B plus or like, it, it's not, it's not the best stuff that you would think that they would have. It's a lot of older stuff that's been patched and older stuff that, hasn't been patched but should have been patched well yeah i, I agree totally this, it seems like this is stuff this is not from the top drawer you know this is not from the active file this is stuff that they pulled out of the, out right. of the garage but one of the things that that hit me uh before i left for vacation and i just remembered it now one of the positive parts of this and i think is really important the more publicity that this gets about the fact that there's all these exploits out there, especially, and it's basically for older OSs, yeah, yeah. it really makes a great point to everybody should be upgrading now. You should be updating from XP. Yeah. You should be updating from Vista. It's the hidden message. It's not even so hidden, but I think it's. I. I <laughs> but it, but it, sometimes it feels like it is. But yeah, I, I mean if. The only thing holding you back from upgrading is the amount of time it's going to take you to hire somebody right now to, to re-engineer all your legacy apps that don't run on Windows yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, and I feel like companies that are looking at Windows 7 from XP, Windows 7 is, is out of regular life, life Sadly. support. Yeah. And, they'll be, and they will be completely unsupported in what, a year? 2018 I think maybe that might be right because yeah. I was looking it up this morning because I wanted to know yeah why would get ready for the show well why why would you update to Windows 7 when it's only going to be supported for another year or so yeah. Yeah. and then you're just gonna have to update to something else or else face the same kind of yeah. vulnerabilities but I, I think that one huge positive aspect of this whole shadows broker thing is that they're really getting a, drawing a lot of attention to, to the cyber safety cyber cyber hygiene issues and that's a good thing always be updating always be patching yeah and I, I, I guess the last point more of a question to you so do you think I mean obviously with the timeline of everything that's gone do you think that the NSA or someone affiliated with the NSA went to Microsoft considering the timing of everything and the way it unfolded and said you know, you've got you've got incoming here. You need to get on this quickly. This is what it does. Patch them up. And again, even those vulnerabilities, I think one or maybe two of them, the ones that hadn't been patched yet, that got patches in in March. I think they were SMB related. I have to go back and look at that, but I think they were. So so, which is not like those those aren't like that's not shocking. Like people know that there's issues with SMB and SMB version one and you know, this stuff needs to be taken care of. We've, we've written about a lot. Other places have written about it a lot. So it's not like, you know, top shelf stuff. But they, you know, they, it certainly seems like somebody got to them and, and well, told them. 
Yeah, I mean, the, even if it's old software, the stuff still works. Yeah. As as the researchers let us know. Yeah. It certainly works against unpatched systems, but your question. Do you think it was the NSA though? To your question. Yeah. I think. The, the responses from everybody, you know, all the involved parties, their responses have been sort of vague, like Microsoft said that they were not contacted by anybody. Yeah. Was that about right? For, we weren't contacted by any government agency or news agency about these or whatever, you know. Now, now that doesn't but say, that, doesn't, that doesn't say they didn't contact the NSA. Right. And I, you know, and I, it didn't even occur to me until you mentioned it. I guess this morning you, you mentioned about how it was it seems really fishy for the, for these bugs to be fixed without without. But there's no any, attribution. There's no exactly. details about yeah, who. No, you know who gave you the heads up. Yeah, no, well, no, we're not no saying. nobody got a thank you That's at the bottom policy. of the. Of yeah. the well, so totally, I can I can see Microsoft saying nobody contacted us from the government, but at the same time, for maybe. what actually happened was that maybe Microsoft saw the list, and maybe somebody. Who had a friend who works at the NSA, or maybe so are we on this? <laughs> well, yeah. If, we, if we're on this, we need some help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. basically, one, that once that list, as you mentioned, which you made a really good, so you made a really good um, case for that. Which, uh, yeah, maybe the NSA reached out and said, "Don't attribute." Yeah. Maybe Microsoft, somebody at Microsoft reached out and NSA said, "You can't attribute this," or maybe. And it, Microsoft reached out, and, and they got a, a, a box in the mail the next day uh, without a return tip. address. Yeah, uh, can tip. you do that? I wonder if you can do that. Like, if there's a tour. No, no. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> You're very funny. Yeah. No, but yeah. why not? Yeah. If if you know the right person to send sure. it to, you could do that. Sure. So I, I, you know, there's always back channels. Yeah. There's always ways to communicate, but I, it's murky. It's murky. It certainly seems like someone did something here but well and the other the, the flip side of that is if if the ns if, if the if the intelligence community did not reach out or find some way to to, to pass these vulnerabilities along they they look kind of bad because there is this vulnerabilities equities process that was supposed to be in place for this kind of thing and after the the initial dump in January of the names of the exploits came out. Yeah. Um, at that point, they were sort of on notice that this stuff is going to be on its way, possibly, or at least the the existence of this stuff is going to become known. So, yeah, let's say let, let, let let's say I believe that somebody did the right thing, or somebody's. And it seems like that may have been what this whole thing was about. It's like we've got this, and you know, here's a little tweet. We got this. Wait ninety days, and then you drop them. I maybe I'm giving the shadow brokers too much credit. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe it is really a, a threat actor group, and the timing is just off. And they're just they don't have their ducks in a row. And this is all fortuitous. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, I mean, if anything, they certainly know how to play the media because uh, they, they dropped out on a Friday. They created mass chaos, like you said, and then uh, just kind of sat back, probably knowing that some of this stuff or most of it, all of it was uh, was patched. So bravo, Shadow Broker. <laughs> well played.
So I guess we should wrap it up. We've gone a little long uh, today, but uh, Peter wanted to thank you. Oh, and also we'll be back in here. I'm sure we'll be back in here later this week talking about the latest with the Semantic Certificate Authority, which there have been some interesting developments uh, on that front. Which yeah. we shouldn't get into because we'll be here oh, another yeah. hour. But, That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, but we'll, we'll be in here on Friday. Yeah, discussing discussing the latest goings on with that. So, But thanks, as always, for joining me. Always glad to be here. And thanks to the listeners and readers of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.